0: This ASAP podcast is brought to you by Spec Athletic, the sports flooring professionals with Regapol technology. So check out specathletic.com, then give Kevin Cassidy a call. He'll set you up and get your floor right. This is Ed Sicali with another Athletic Strength and Power podcast. Today's podcast originated in Youngstown, Ohio, the Youngstown State University. It's up in northeastern Ohio, and it's the home of the Youngstown State Penguins. Part of their history is four national championships won by the legendary coach Jim Trestle. This is our first in depth look at the Penguins, which is a Division I FCS program. Doug Phillips is the head football coach, but I'm here to talk strength and conditioning with Jimmy Rodenberg and his staff and catch the Penguins in training. Coach Rodenberg had to attend a couple of staff meetings during the recording, but I had my hands full with the assistant strength coach Mason Garrison and the up-and-coming interns and GAs, Colton Kruger, Jake Puckett, and Justin Nicotar. And the podcast basically turned into a roundtable discussion about the Penguins training program. We're going to start off with Mason Garrison. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, Mason?
1: I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, born and raised. Played football at Oak Hills High School. Um ended up playing football at the University of Cincinnati from 2015 to 2019. Uh, before hanging it up there, I spent about a year coaching high school locally at Oak Hills. Then I was able, to, able and fortunate enough to return to my alma mater at Cincinnati and uh, begin interning for football sports performance. I was there for about a year and six months before I was given the opportunity to coach at Wittenberg University, where I had a handful of teams, uh, plus football as an assistant. I spent a year there, and then in August of 2022, I was given the opportunity to come to Youngstown State for football sports performance, and I've been there since, and just really enjoying it, really
2: loving it. Awesome. Let's talk to uh, Jake Puckett. Yeah. Uh, uh, So I'm originally from Iowa. Did my undergrad at Iowa State University. Uh, Right when I about started there, I started interning with a football team there, uh, Rudy Wade and his staff. Then come 2020, Dave Andrews took over, brought all of his staff there. Uh, COVID hit. He gave me a lot of opportunities there, grew with that staff, eventually moved on to Valparaiso University,
0: and now in Youngstown, living the life. And speaking of Dave Andrews, uh, he was a former podcast mm-hmm. on the Athletic Strength and Power Podcast and uh, ASAP uh, videos as well.
3: Let's talk to Colton a little bit. Hi, so my name is Colton and I'm from Wisconsin. I grew up in a small town in northern Wisconsin called Rhinelander. I went to Marquette University for my undergrad. I did interning there. They don't have football, so I focused primarily on Olympic. Then I was given the opportunity to go out to Eugene, Oregon and intern uh, with the University of Oregon with the football program there under coach Aaron Feld, also our intern director, coach Jeff Eaton. Treated me very well. Uh, Then I went back to Marquette for a year bounced around, went to University of Wisconsin, did an Olympic internship with hockey and basketball, and before I was given the opportunity to become a graduate assistant here at Youngstown State in August of 2022. So, been here since. Great you. How
0: about, how about the uh, cheese curds?
3: Oh, Best cheese curds, you got to go to a dive bar somewhere and get the, the battered ones with some breading. That's the best. Culver's can't go wrong either.
0: Okay. And then uh, we're going to swing over to uh, Justin Nicotar. I'm uh, Justin
4: Nikitar, originally from Maryland, kind of moved across the way for my undergraduate degree at San Diego State, which is where I also completed my uh, internship, my student internship, as well as my professional internship. Uh, Worked with almost every team across the board there, was lucky enough to work with uh, Coach Hall and Coach Jurek on the football team. Um, Coach Jurek is actually the one who was my connection with Coach Rodenberg here um, in Youngstown, so that's why I was fortunate enough to get the offer here in Youngstown and become a graduate assistant here so it's been nice to kind of work my way around from the West Coast to the East Coast try out the Midwest thing see how it goes here so I'm loving it so far
0: Coach Jerk spent some time as a ball player for the Cincinnati Bearcats
4: yeah so Coach Jerk was actually the center um, yeah. ahead of Kelsey so uh, I've heard some good stories from him uh, it's been great to learn from him especially going from uh, a player as well as Coach Garrison um, at Cincinnati so I've heard a lot of Cincinnati stories Um, have been blessed to try Skyline once, so
0: there you go. Feel like I feel like I'm a local coach. Jarek, a lot of people don't know this, but he, uh, a few months ago purchased a a new car off of a former classmate of mine from back in the day, back in the 80s at Ohio State. He ended up, and and this the dude he bought the car off of at the car dealership was a guy named Mike Medvis who was a star wrestler for the Buckeyes. So,
4: that's uh that's kind of actually a funny story because when I was finishing up at San Diego State with Coach Jerick before I came here, uh his car broke down. So, I believe oh. he was replacing that and I had to drive him to work for about a week. So, Coach Jerick, if you're listening, you still owe me that uh, bow tie you promised me
0: for driving you. There you go. And then Coach Jerick, any you ever want to invite me out to San Diego, uh you know, all you got to do is pick up a few tabs and I'll be right there, man. Likewise. Okay, back over to Mason. You landed here uh, coming from Cincinnati. Uh, today we saw an upper body uh, routine, did some field uh, things out to get the warm-up, the dynamic warm-up and everything. But what did we see uh, in upper day? So
1: to start with our field work, uh, as we're kind of winding down the summer, right now on a Monday we're taking into consideration what they did over the weekend. So as college kids, probably not very much productive. So it's going to be a very simple Monday in terms of straight-line acceleration. Uh, limited yardage, limited volume, um, priming them, getting them back, ready to lift a little bit, pairing that with our upper body lift. So Monday, as most people do it, it's International Bench Day. So as they come in, the older guys are going to hit clusters. So working them at a higher end percentage, but keeping the volume relatively limited. Uh, so we'll tempo that. Today they hit doubles, so they hit two reps, 20 seconds off, two reps. They did that two times through. Our younger guys worked up to a five, four, three, two, one plus. So on that last set, we kind of just to get more of an accurate number on them on where that working max might be for our freshmen. We've had obviously less time with them uh, after our core movement from then from there on. It's it's pretty much you know building armor, trying to protect the joints. So we we attack we attack the shoulder matrix and all aspects of it. Um, we shrug. We try to keep it as multi-plane and multi-dimensional as possible. So. After our main press, our main movement, we're going to come to our single arm accessory work. Uh, we're going to obviously have a pull variation. So today it was uh, not chest supported row, but uh, bent over row. Um, yep. Working on you know, maintaining a strong torso and horizontally pulling. And then from there, we went into our shrugs, our shoulders. Pretty simple stuff, stuff that's well rounded, but the learning curve for the athletes is very simple, very easy to teach.
0: You guys definitely made good use of that elite bar. Yeah, we, we love the bar. It's, uh, it's, mul- it's
1: multifaceted, so you know, there's a Cambridge side to it. We utilize the block side mostly, especially with our bigger guys who so we want to protect their shoulders. Last year in season, that was pretty much our primary mover in terms of bench press and incline, um, just to limit that range of motion and allow the guys to still get the work that they need to get without putting too much stress on their joints. Uh, it's great. We've been able to utilize it for chest-supported row as well. Um, we're a little limited, so we don't have too many machines. But that bar is probably, I would say, the
0: workhorse of the weight room. Uh, we do a lot with it. Yeah, and then without all the machines, you know, that you've got some, but uh, you make up for it. Looks like uh, the Bill Jacobs Power Company and his bands have made their way right up here to Youngstown.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, we we utilize the bands. As much as we possibly can every single day. So today they came in, they hit their, you know, some people call it pre-ab. I mean, that's just a part of our everyday lift that we're going to work on the rotator cuff. We're going to work on the posterior delt and all that stuff. But, you know, for us, anything we can get our hands on for resistance we're using. So yeah. we might not have all the bells and whistles like we, you know, right. some of us might have had in the past. But with the bands, with the different types of bars, uh, and at the end of the day, keeping it simple, it's we're able to utilize quite a bit.
0: Now, uh, back over to Colton Kruger, uh, if you can uh, tell us a little bit about uh, some of the station work that you were in charge of today and and, uh, what you're looking for.
3: Yeah, so the way we do it is we all take a group of guys at a couple racks that we train for the majority of the summer, broken up by bigs, lift, big skill, skill. We've got our group of guys that we can kind of see and progress on our own because we work with them for weeks on end, can kind of see what they're good at, what areas that they need improvement in. And then we take during the lift we all go to all the stations with our group so say we've got four accessory blocks after we had bench press today Mm -hmm. we'll take our guys around to each spot and uh i guess i can just go through station by station but the main block today was single arm incline dumbbell bench press so a variation on both the angle for a chest press but also making it a single arm so you have to use a little bit of core work in there that was super like mason was just talking about with uh, bent over row, add a little tempo to that so that the time under tension, they can focus on some little eccentric, some muscle growth, kind of just like Mason said, armoring the body going into the season. We also had a station with some wide grip lat pull downs, put some tempo on that, get four sets of five on that with some upright row to kind of work on a different angle of the shoulder girdle. Upper body towards the end, we had some barbell shrug work, Uh, work on the delts with some some dumbbells and then we always incorporate neck in some capacity so like you said with having limited machines we did manual resistance neck today so we kind of teach the guys Mm going to go through five reps but there's going to be a tempo on that of going up really slow down really slow max effort with the guy on the floor biggest thing with especially freshmen and young guys coming in teaching them how to give good effort and good resistance as a partner and then I think that can compensate or even uh be a strength to not having machines is you can find a good way on most muscle groups to be able to work something manual resistance and then the guys have you know they've they've got the keys to the car to be able to do training in their own way without you know they they, they can take this outside of training when they're done and they're going to know why they did things how they did them
0: over to jake puckett uh, jake intern at uh, isu and and uh, you did some work over at valpo mm-hmm. valparaiso up in Indiana, what were some of the things that you were looking for? Uh, so
2: with the clusters, it's more of a kind of we had more of the cl- clusters on the bench today. So it's kind of just being able to get push the guys through that. Um, I like timing their sets, their rest in between the sets and just being able to control my group that way. Then going to pull-downs, just targeting that posterior chain a lot and really just getting that strengthened up. I really like giving after my guys on that stuff, especially trying to bump up the weight a little bit there, just to help protect them shoulders, get that posterior chain strengthened up a bit more. Core work, just getting some stability there. Because so with the plan- with the neck outside, we had the plurioid planks with it. So just getting some core stability there. Just really just trying to create robust athletes and make them well-rounded. Now, JK,
0: uh, on, that, uh, on those clusters, and you said you were uh, really honing in on that that recovery time. What's mm-hmm. the most that you want them to recover? Uh, as as? Today
2: we're looking at twenty
0: seconds in 20 between. Seconds.
2: So it's two reps, twenty seconds, two reps. Get your two reps, yep. rack, mm-hmm. get out of the way. Yes, you got twenty seconds. Then yep. The next guy f- falls in. Yep, and it makes it easy. A few of my guys are weights are pretty similar, so it makes it flow pretty pretty smooth. Uh, having guys with close weights and. Okay. setting up
4: our X that way.
0: Justin, uh, Nikitar, if you can tell us a little bit about some of the station work that you were doing and some of the things that you were looking for.
4: Yeah, so the way we do stuff, so, as you said, we started on the field today. So when we come in, the guys have, you know, usually less than an hour uh, to come in and get as much work in as they can. And then they got to get out because we have three more groups coming in. So to make sure guys, like we said, they start their clusters, And, you know, those clusters are tough. A lot of those guys are going, I think today we were at about 87%. So making sure guys, you know, they're getting fatigued after that, but making sure they're still locked in. Uh, The way we do our stations, as the guy said earlier, some guys do start on that incline dumbbell press. Some guys are starting on neck or on a different accessory. So um, it's nice being able to stay with the guys consistently because we're able to kind of preach, hey, we got, we got a lot of accessories coming up. We got some tougher accessories coming up towards the end of the workout. So making sure guys are locked in, I think that's one of the most important things. We all were at the Ohio State Clinic, uh, fortunately, uh, early February, and we loved it there how guys really coach each other up there. And are really, honestly, we all probably say the same thing at least once a week. If guys are really locked in, paying attention, they should be able to you know, soak all that information in and share that with their teammates as well. So one thing we did, so after clusters, my group started on the lat pull-downs and the cable upright rows. So luckily, it's usually three people per rack. So it's a great way to set it up there. One guy's hitting one exercise, the other guy's hitting that other superset. That third guy's coaching those guys up, really into it, not just standing around waiting for someone to open up, really be engaged. Anyone can say chest up, core tight. You know, They all hear that stuff every single day that they're in here. Right. They can repeat it and really coach guys up. That's one thing we really look for and we really try to preach is you know stay engaged, having really good intent coming in here. We only really have 45 minutes after that prehab warm up, So really taking advantage of that 45 minutes and just being the best athlete we can be. Let me
0: remind the thousands of coaches that are listening in on this podcast today. This has kind of turned into a roundtable discussion. We're heading back to Mason, and he's going to talk to us a First of all, you guys are running out of time. It's July. Stuff's on the line now. The players know it. You guys know it Camp's just right around the corner. I believe you guys start off with Valpo Valpo. Thursday night. Speaking of Valpo, yeah. Is that going to be here? That'll be here. It's going to be here. And then, uh, of course, you guys are heading down to Columbus, Ohio to to take on one of the powerhouses of college football. And, you know, you've got to be ready for that. What's your mindset right now to get these players totally ready for the start of the season?
1: I think there's, there's a couple of things you have to take into consideration. As a strength coach, you have to be able to understand that more does not always equal more. So we need to understand what we're putting our chips into and what we truly value as a program. What do the athletes need? What's going to help them succeed on the field and what's going to protect them and mitigate any risk of them suffering any sort of injury? You know, that's what we want to avoid. We want them to be as healthy and available as possible because in this conference, it's going to be depth in the end of the season that wins games. So who can we keep on the field? How can we keep them as healthy as possible and what can we give them and what? what are we putting all of our chips into? So for us, it's always gonna be, you know, sound technique and fundamentals, very basic movements. You know, like Coach Jake said, like perfecting a very robust athlete, taking the genetics and maximizing it, but understanding when we need to go and when we need to pull back. From an athlete perspective, they need to understand that there's a purpose for everything we do. And like I said, in this conference, which a lot of guys have a lot of big, like high rep playing experience, they know what a season needs to look like. And fortunately, we had some success last year. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough to get into the playoffs. So I think with all the guys we have returning, they know what it needs to look like, and they know what winning looks like and preparation looks like versus the the opposite, the contrast of that.
0: With the experience you had at Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bearcat football, what is one thing that you think you took from Cincinnati and were able to you know, just immediately get going here at Youngstown? I think you
1: know it's an interesting question because i was i was at cincinnati for the dog days you know mm-hmm. early on um, yeah. and i was there for the highest of highs so if i had to take away one thing i think it's just the acceptance and the gratitude and understanding of doing what you are able to do and who you're able to do it with that was what coach fick always talked about love what you do who you do it with and where you're doing it at and i think once these kids really understand that and embrace that uh, everything else kind of comes easy. The competitiveness comes easy. The work we ask them to do comes very easy. So that was one thing that I've always latched onto and carry with me professionally, and hope to carry over to the kids as well.
0: And uh, Colton Kruger, um, the, this is not an easy job. This is this is kind of a job. Being a strength coach for uh, big-time college football is not an easy thing. It's not. It's not for the meek. It's it, you've got to come in, and, and you can't yawn your way through the morning workouts and everything what are some of the things that you do to, to really get yourself geared up to, to walk into here? Because when you walk in, I mean, you got to be ready to roll. These players are looking for you.
3: Absolutely. I think I've been fortunate enough to have some very good mentors who I've kind of been able to imitate at first before I could really understand what was going on when I first started off as an intern. And then kind of realize like, okay, I can see the things that they say, the energy that that, that they bring, whether it's fake it till you make it, and then eventually it just kind of becomes instinctual. Um, but it really comes down to surrounding yourself with great people, fellow coaches in the field, and just soaking up as much as you can at different stops. I've also been fortunate to have been, been to three or four different locations before here at Youngstown. So I've gotten to see a lot of different coaching styles, have several very, very good mentors. But at the end of the day, like you like you said, there's no days off, you always have to bring it. It's, it's a mindset really. Bring positive energy is kind of my mantra for myself. That's my coaching style is, you know, you can get hard and be serious with kids when you need to, uh, when you can't cut them a little bit of slack. But most of the time I feed off, I think they feed off my positive energy and then that can kind of come back. But you got to bring juice. You got to be specific with the cues that you're giving them and the things that you're telling them, because I don't think enough coaches realize how much the little things that you say, the athletes might take with them throughout their day. Or throughout, you know, something we said weeks ago, one of us in an offhanded comment that was a positive comment, thankfully, uh, not to think of any specific examples, but then they'll bring it back up weeks later, like, hey, coach, I remember when you said this. So just framing it, remember the impact that you have and always, always find a way to bring energy. You just, you know, there's no great way to do it other than just going out and doing it and surrounding yourself with great people that are going to give you energy off the floor when you're you know, in the office talking about things. You can bounce ideas off each other and just have a great working relationship. People that are going to motivate you, feed you, and ultimately help you aspire in the field and go upwards rather than bring you down
0: Uh, back over to Jake Puckett if you could tell us a little bit about you know you've been at uh, some other schools you've been at uh, Iowa State you've been at Valpo and now you're here at Youngstown you're kind of getting some good you know good things to to put in your uh, backpack here Mm -hmm. and then as you make your path so you're starting to make your mark and you're starting Mm -hmm. to get established and what's some of the things that you know I got to get in there and train some guys it's really just the culture
2: that coach Phillips has helped build since he's come here and since I've been here really I don't think this team really understood how good they were when I first got here and just seeing the success that we had last season more wins that was expected and just wanting more from that it was tough not being able to make the playoff but at the same time it makes us hungry and we've had we've been saying it all along there's or Trestle saying from back in the day, uh, let there be no doubt. And so that's kind of been a big mantra for us this past uh, summer, just so that we're pushing ourselves to that extra mile, just so that we make sure that, hey, we're like we're here and we're ready to take over. And so it's just seeing these kids become have that hunger in them and really wanting to see them succeed, it really lights a fire underneath you and really makes you want to bring your gay game to so that you can give that to them.
0: Yeah, because uh, Youngstown, the Penguins kind of got pinched out of the playoffs last year kind of feel like you know maybe should have somehow gotten in that can leave you with a bitter taste in your mouth and that can help set your training and plus it also puts a little chip on your shoulder
2: yeah for sure i would say like a lot of guys have stepped up really want to take that leadership role and really just want to push this team to the next level and really make a run for it come november and push through all the way I know we got a tough road there Missouri Valley's no joke we have the defending national champion on our schedule I is no joke and we got a few tough teams along the way there but I know we have a good team and that we have the depth to be able to make that sort
0: of run and uh Justin uh, how long have you been here at Youngstown um so all of us
4: actually were lucky enough to uh Colton Jake and I were lucky enough to arrive here at the same time we came here the first week of camp last year so we are going on our first year kind of really getting comfortable with ourselves as coaches and with the players. Coming into it, it was, you know, hi, what's your name? Kind of getting a personality, how to really coach these guys and what they like and what they don't like. And now it's, you know, we'll see them on our way walking home and, you know, we're talking to guys, seeing how they are just outside the weight room as well. So it's been really nice actually getting relationships and seeing where people come from and what type of football player they are and how they became this guy, person.
0: You got any uh, moments where you, where you came across Coach and the legendary coach here? You ever see him around and everything? Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. When uh, Coach Trussell he actually retired after last football season, so he was the president of the university. And his presence, you could feel his presence when he would come around and talk to the guys. One thing we do here, which is uh, kind of untraditional in the conference, is during our home games, we have all the guys go to the hotel the night before. We do dinner there, and then we do breakfast there as well. Um, so the last game of the season, Coach Trestle was able to come, give a nice speech, really, you know, push the guys. And as Jake said, a lot of the guys didn't know how good of a team we really were. And to hear from a legendary coach like Coach Tressel to, you know, have some have a lot of confidence in those guys and, you know, truly show what they are capable of. It was great. And him just being around practice and the games and just his energy and the knowledge he had to spread was great.
0: Uh, Mason, if you could tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, it's Monday, and we saw a lot going on, and you've explained, you know, as the assistant strength coach here at Youngstown for the Penguins, you've explained to us what happened today. What's going to happen tomorrow? I'm not going to be here, but what's going to happen? What am I going to miss? So, so tomorrow,
1: uh, we finally get to football a little bit. We'll have our first OTA So that'll be our limited football practice. The coaches will be able to be out there. We'll get some footballs. So tomorrow's OTA number one. It's very specific to the guys, so it kind of replaces a day when typically we might do a lot of change of direction. Now they're going through individual drills. Now they're working through some team stuff. Um, The older guys will knock that out. The freshmen will kind of learn as they go. Probably won't get too many reps, but they'll get to understand the tempo of a practice. From there, we'll have a freshman lift. So the freshmen who just started will be on their own at eleven. And that'll be a lower body emphasis day. And then from there we're done. Wednesday we'll test. So that's when we get into some of our field testing. So like our five ten five, our forties, our ten twenty splits, things of that nature. Uh, just to get a metric on most of our athletes and see, you know, where we've improved, what we need to work on for the future. Thursday we will be back with a, another freshman lift in OTA. Friday we squat and then next week, I believe we only have a bit of a half week before we really start getting into camp prep.
0: As we wrap up, guys, uh, anybody uh,
1: have anything they want to add? Thank you for coming out. You know, we appreciate it. You know, you're going to cutting-edge, top-of-the-line facilities and programs, and that's what we want to be linked to. That's what we want to be here. We want to bring that Trestle-era-style football back to Youngstown. No
0: doubt. And then with uh, Jimmy here and uh, you guys can contribute to this program. And then in the long run, it's off of the players.
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's been very nice that at a mid-major level program in the FCS like this, that under Coach Rodenberg, we've been able to put together a staff through Mason as our full-time and then myself, Jake, and Justin as graduate assistants to kind of build a five-man staff of sorts that we, you know, it's invaluable to the players to be able to have at this level that kind of staff. And we've seen a lot of positive changes in the last year. So thank you so much for having us on and
2: coming out. No, thank you for your time, Ed. Uh, it's really nice trying to get some exposure for football out here in Youngstown as well. I think we really got something brewing out here, so it's really nice just getting more eyes on it, more than anything.
4: Like they said, thank you so much for coming out here. It's uh, other than uh, Coach Garrison, uh, Colton, Jake, and I coming from you know out of state. It's uh, it's really been refreshing to see how big of a state Ohio is in football. And it's a it's a big football town, and obviously you hear about it from the outside, but coming in. It's great. It's great. And the passion here is awesome. And seeing passionate people here, like Colton said earlier, it's it's that positive energy and that passion that's just transferable. And one thing uh, Coach Rodenberg always says is, you know, energy can neither be created nor destroyed, but it can be transferred. So that's one thing that we're excited to do here in Youngstown, and we're looking forward to the season.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, Coach Rodenberg is, is uh, definitely – done an exceptional job putting his staff together and, you know, what he was telling me is when he first got here, it was basically just him and now he's just pleased as all get out to have you guys on, on the staff and being able to get things done, you know, like I said, for the players and uh, it's going to be, be interesting to see what happens this year with, with your program and, uh, you know, hopefully you guys can get back in the playoffs. Yeah, anything can happen once you get there. Well, guys, thanks again for joining us for this Athletic Strength and Power podcast.